Foodcast, brought to you in part by the Hills Market and the Hills Market Downtown, offering fresh local foods from the Hills Market to listeners in Worthington and now in downtown Columbus. From local produce, artisan cheese, to Ohio beef, and wine to go with any meal. Hill's new location downtown is at 95 North Grand Avenue. More on the web at hillsonthego.com. And brought to you in part by DNO Incorporated, purveyors of Ohio-grown produce and ready-to-eat fresh-cut fruits and vegetables to grocers, restaurants, institutions, caterers, and nutritional meals for students of Central Ohio schools. More at dnoinc.com. I'm Johnny DiLoretto. I'm Jim Ellison. I'm Bethia Wolf. I'm Andy Diaz, and this is Foodcast. Today on Foodcast, it is my honor to interview Doral Chenoweth, the old one, um, former uh, writer for the Columbus Dispatch. He did the Grumpy Gourmet column, which is, in my opinion, the best restaurant food column our city has had, at least in my lifetime. Uh, he was known as a Grumpy Gourmet. Uh, over 20 years uh, writing, I think, some of the best restaurant views in town. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the past, but a lot about the future and a current project he's working on. Grump, pleasure to be with you as always. I'm glad to be here with you today over all this food that we're nibbling on as you try to um, enunciate over thick cheese. (laughs) Well, we'll try. You definitely have a great spread here. First question for you. Um, Obviously, you wrote reviews for a long time. What do you miss the most about that, and what do you miss the least? We'll start with what you miss the most. What do I miss the most? <clears throat> I miss uh, the threats to have me fired, otherwise executed some way professionally. Uh, a number of times people wanted uh, my neck. One famous one with me, I have visual proof, uh, written proof from the editor, then Luke Feck, when uh, a man had one restaurant in this town, later became a chain. His name is Mark Pye, P-I. And he went to the editor to have me fired because I didn't put him in the top 10 restaurants at that time. His um, argument was, as a member, to get in the top 10 was to, he said, I spent X thousands of dollars in advertising in the dispatch last year and so and so and so and so. And so Mr. Feck uh, looked at his desk calendar and he opened up the pages and he said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do, Mr. Pye. Uh, I'll take Chunoweth out for an exit interview on uh, on Monday, and it so happened that seemed to please Mr. Pye, and uh, so he didn't tell Mr. Pye that he forced me to go out every Monday with him and have skyline chili. But uh, that was a joke between the two of us. And later, I wasn't in this meeting, and in fact, wrote me a little note to post over my typewriter. Then it said. Pie are not square. Pie are pissed. That is a great story. So it sounds like something you both missed the most and the least, right? I have the sense that you like that little back and forth with some of the owners. You and I were having a conversation recently about this new gastropub trend that seems to be going around, and you had a few opinions on that. I thought you might share one or two. Well, gastropub is just an offensive name as far as I'm concerned. I think it should be sponsored by you know, sponsored by Tums or something that uh, controls the gas on your stomach. Any other feelings about gastropubs? <laughs> I, 
I wouldn't go into a place that was named gastropub because I don't know what they're serving. And there's, there's just no food equation with the word gas that is applicable. Perfect. Well, sometime in the future, we might do a field food cast where you and I go to one and we uh, let people experience your um, st- um, opinions live. Well, if you take me to a gastropub, I'm going to take my own food with me. You understand me? Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Um, you have a lot of projects going on at all the time, so I know I have a hard time keeping track of them. But one of them is your new Cookbook Junkies uh, project. Do you want to share a little bit about that? To start at the beginning or the ending, about uh, several years ago, the Dispatch had a story called Cooks and Books. And at the time, it was about cookbooks. And I knew at the time that people never threw a cookbook away. When I was writing about restaurants at the same time, in the capacity of writing about food, uh, the publishers of cookbooks around the country used to send me uh, review copies. I actually reviewed some of them, but the big thing at the dispatch was a guy named Peter uh, Franklin, who was the business editor. And at the time, he was ending his 30-year tour of writing about cookbooks with the column Cookbook Nook. He wrote for 30 years, 52 reviews a year, and he kept most of them. The trouble with me, I used to give them away in public appearances. I used to give away 100 at one appearance that uh, I had collected and became kind of heavy in the house. Peter Franklin uh, was worried about his rafters in his house, and he gathered up 8,000 and gave them to the OSU Rare Books Department. 8,000 cookbooks, and over there, they're well-kept. He didn't review all of them, but they're ones that he liked because he could only write one national review uh, a week. He had 250 papers and syndicated by King Features, syndicated by Universal Syndicate. I'll get it right sometime. But those books are over there, and at the time I started talking to people I don't, like you. I asked you how many cookbooks you have. Uh, when I made my last speaking assignments, I had stopped giving away cookbooks, and I would poll the audience, who has the oldest cookbook in here? And they, somebody would yell, at them, I have one 1947, or I have a Rumford baking powder thing, 1902. And I said, don't sell it, give it to me. They never gave it to me, but that's what started Cookbook Junkies. And... Uh, just within the last three years, I really tried to organize this thing in my mind, and things are happening very quickly. If you read the dispatch about a week or so ago, there was a story in there about the medium age of TV viewer, viewers jumped from age 41 to 61. Man, I fit the, the 61, the latter one. And so I just grabbed onto this thing about uh, people that uh, watch TV. And what it's saying is that the dispatch uh, printing company that owns TV stations, they're going to have to reprogram to keep that age 61 and above. And so uh, I'm putting together a cookbook junkie club. Uh, you don't, we don't have any secret handshakes. We don't have any uh, meetings. We don't have any dues. 
and I just want to know about the people that are junkies that they collect cookbooks and they keep them. Cookbooks come into ownership by people that are left in the state, and whoever gets the estate is not interested, and they're selling the furniture, but they also pack up the books and sell them to places like uh, Acorn Books uh, by the pound, by the pound. I was sitting in Acorn Books one day, and a gentleman, elder gentleman, uh, retired professor at OSU has a hobby. He collects cookbooks by the pound and sells them back to uh, a legitimate book store, Acorn Books. And so he walked in, and I yelled at him. I said, you got any cookbooks in there? And he said, one. And I said, what is it? He dug down into the a cardboard box, and he pulled it out, and it was a 1947 edition of the Times-Picayune Creole Cookbook. And I don't know what the value was, but I just said right quick, I'll give you $40 for that. And he handed it to the owner of Acorn Books, and I bought it for $40, and it's one of my 96 collector books. Definitely a good appetizer for this project. We're going to put links uh, to Cookbook Junkies and some of your other projects on our website wcbefoodcast.org. Grump, thanks for your time. I look forward to a future lunch with you at a gastro pub. I'm not through with you yet. I want you to know that uh, I'm the cookbook whisperer in this country today. Cookbookwhisperer.com is legitimate and a legitimate domain name, and I like to talk about cookbooks. You and I will make public appearances with them, okay? Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Grump. Take care. (laughs) 